Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Caius along with our executive producer T-Bone and our in-house barbecue expert, my co-host Dan Doc Hathaway. And T-Bone, you may not know this, but he uh, he's moved up to a surgeon now. Whoa, what happened? I saw him using a knife on a brisket. And I thought, well, we're just going to have to make him a surgeon. Did did he do no harm? He Well, no, he did plenty of harm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Trimmed it up good, didn't you, Dan? I do my best. You do your best. Coming up, speaking of guys who can do some really good trimming, it's Tim Shear, uh, Shake and Bake Barbecue Team, who was just down in Memphis in May. Killed it down there. We're really excited to talk to him about that. He's got 36 Grand Championships, 34 Reserve Grand Championships, and of course you can check them out. Blues Hog Barbecue Sauce at BluesHog.com. Also, we'll be talking to Dan later today because next weekend is Memorial Day, which is the unofficial start to summer. Uh, for some people, the unofficial start for barbecue season. I don't, Dan, I don't know why anybody would wait until Memorial Day weekend. I thought it was year-round. So. I, I, well, that's what people in North Dakota tell us. But uh, anyway, so we're going to be talking about Memorial Day, just some barbecue ideas and kick around for that. And of course, uh, always love a good holiday like that. Well, T-Bone, did you want to, uh, you were uh, took a little road trip here recently. Did you want to talk about that? I went to Memphis in May. I know. And I tell you, I love Memphis. <laughs> Memphis loves me. What? We, we've started a beautiful relationship. If you were down there at Memphis in May, uh, there was a guy walking around with a Barbecue Radio Nation hat and a Barbecue Radio Nation shirt and was probably, uh, knowing you, you were just talking to everybody. And, and a messenger bag filled with propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> please, please play our show. Please play our yeah, show. As I was recruiting more citizens for Barbecue Radio Nation. Please advertise on our show. Please advertise on our show. So how did how did you like it? I mean, I, I, I hope to go there next year. Did you have a lot of fun? Yeah, it was okay. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Just okay. And of course, they only had about half what they normally would have because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there was probably only like about 130 teams. Um, so but, can you imagine if next year when it's going to be full, how big that will be? It was just, I was not prepared for how much fun it was. Well, Dan, you guys have fun when you barbecue. Well, that's what that's why we do it. I, mean, I get it now. I get the company. I was, you know, I thought everybody had their game face on. No, they had their uh, their drinking hats. Oh, uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> I was trying to think of a way to say that. That's exactly what they had. Not their barbecue hats. Not not the chef hat, but their drinking hat. I mean, barbecue barbecue contests didn't start because people wanted to compete in barbecue. They wanted to drink beers in a parking lot with their buddies and then cook barbecue at the same time. Yeah. So, so here, here was their excuse was, no, honey, I'm not leaving the weekend to go drink. I'm leaving for the weekend to go barbecue. That's the lie we tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Fight Club. You know, you just don't talk about Fight Club. Of course, the funny <laughs> thing is a lot of the barbecue teams, if, if it's a man that's heading it, well, his wife's there with him, part of the team. 
Well, then they better have a drink in their hand. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so tell me, tell me what you learned. What, what, give me a little about Memphis in May. Okay, so I, I have to tell this story real quick uh, because I, I told them I would. There was uh, there was a local team down there, and they actually had uh, old timers may remember this. There's a the the horsies that you ride outside the grocery store that you slip oh, yeah, a dime yeah. in. The- a dime. That, I started to say quarter. Yeah, and dime. and it actually has a name. It's uh, the the name of that ride is Sandy. Okay, and that that's the horse's name. And they actually had the horse that Elvis rode. There's a picture if you go Google this. There's a picture of Elvis as a little kid riding this horse. It's the very very horse that that they Same retrieved horse. from a warehouse from a warehouse. A warehouse. Warehouse. <laughs> warehouse uh, in, in Memphis. And uh, Al Roker's ridden that horse. Uh, Martha. What's her name? Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart's ridden that horse. Oh my gosh! Just, so it's like it, so. What they did, they had a thing. They had uh, basically it was 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 one of those margarita machines, you know, like right, <laughs> like a uh, icy machine, except uh, it's margarita. It, it had more tequila in it <laughs> than your regular icy, and it was blue. And basically, they said it was made from free range Smurfs. <laughs> and 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 in order to get one of those, you had to ride Sandy. Okay, now. No offense, because you and I are not skinny people. Is there a weight limit for Sandy? Oh, my, you know, nobody asked me to get on it. Oh. I, I mean, I could have straddled it and never touched it. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was it was just a blast. I, I you know, I watch. Uh, uh, I'm, I want to make sure I don't say this incorrectly. Pond Stars, uh, which is on the History Channel, and that sounds like Sandy would be something somebody would bring into the store. Oh yeah, and then the guy go, "Do you have documentation yeah, showing yeah. Elvis riding it?" Or or that other show where where they you know the the guy uh, basically rehabs it and you know makes right it look right, as good. but it it looked great. It looked great. Um, also, there were like some new product offerings that are really exciting that I I can't even explain. There's just too much time and everything but i'm in talks with the guy and everything to get him on the show some really really cool cool stuff was happening down there uh one of the things was you know because of covid there was probably a lot of the teams were local guys but there was still like teams from australia oh wow uh, and and things like that so it was really really cool did you happen to run into our guests later today tim Shear? Uh, Tim, I did not. I I, I went to uh, his uh, booth a, a few times. Uh, did was able to talk with his right hand man, Joey Machado, and uh, but I never actually got to run into Tim. And you know, so but he just killed it down there. I mean, this this is going to be a great story. Yeah, yeah. This the, the, what they did down there is going to be the stuff of legend in barbecue. Oh yeah. Hundred percent, Dan. Have you competed at Memphis and May? I have not. No, it's it's on my list next of things. year. Oh, well, here's the thing with Memphis and May. It's it's so different from what I'm used to doing, and it's such a big contest. You almost have to be grandfathered in oh, to I get a spot saying. in it yeah. anymore. Yeah, it's it's a very exclusive group. Uh, you know, like T Bone was saying that they were down about half the teams. But yeah, getting into Memphis in May is literally impossible. Well, we're looking forward to talking to Tim next segment about that. But now it's time for our Ask Dr. Dan, our Barbecue Fix-A-Man segment, sponsored by our May Barbecue Sauce of the Month, which is Tim and Todd's excellent barbecue sauce, only $5.99, named Best Sauce on the Planet at the 2010 American Royal Barbecue Contest. And you can get that at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. T-Bone, what question we got today? We got a question from Mikey Paul. Schulte. Mikey. Yeah, MPS. And uh, Mikey 
wants to know, Dan, my brisket's always coming out a little dry. What am I doing wrong? Good question, Mikey. You know, that's, that's, that is a really good question because, you know, a lot of times people will correlate, you know, underdone brisket with being dry and tough, but a lot of times it's because they're cooking at a too low of a temperature for too long Okay, and you're losing all that, that natural moisture that you, that occurs in a, in a piece of meat. And so, you know, there's a lot of different things you can do with that, you know, bump your temperature up a little bit. You can also uh, use some uh, some injectable marinades. I was going to say the I mean, injectable the stuff. The injectable marinades work wonders if you're worried about a brisket, especially if you're cooking a lower grade brisket like a you know a choice or or a lower end prime where it doesn't have a lot of intermuscular fat. So yeah, anytime you can you know pump a little bit of phosphates, a little bit of extra moisture and flavor into the brisket, that's going to help you out. But also you know just making sure that you hit the time and temperature exactly where you want it, and it doesn't stay in that you know two hundred and if if you're cooking it 225 degrees and below, you're gonna you know, and it stays on there too long. And once it gets up to temp, you you might end up with a with a pretty dried out brisket. Very good. So Very it's good. a little bit counterintuitive. You're you're thinking you might have cooked it too long, right? But you need to leave it leave it in a bit longer. Well, you need to bump up the temperature a little bit to get it done before it starts losing all that moisture. Use your thermometer. Yeah, use your thermometer. <laughs> and back to the drinking game. So, congratulations to Mikey. We're going to send you a bottle of Tim and Todd's excellent barbecue sauce, named best sauce on the planet, 2010 American Royal, and you can get that at the Kansas City BBQ Store dot com. Coming up next, he was just down in Memphis in May and's got a big trophy to show for it. Tim Share, he's coming up next with blueshog.com so stick around we'll have him right here on barbecue radio nation you love food and when you love food you love finding new flavors to explore new techniques to try and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into it old hickory pit smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant quality barbecue right in your own backyard old hickory pit smokers are made in the usa visit us at old hickory pits.com or call us toll free 800-223-9667 Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at thekansascitybbqstore.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care, and it's made a difference. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1, or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net. 
Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Kias along with Dan Hathaway. We have a returning guest, Tim Shear. He has got a long list of credits, including the 2015 KCBS Rib Team of the Year, the 2016 KCBS Pork Team of the Year, and just competed down in Memphis in May and just killed it down there. We'll be talking about that in just a second, but be sure to check out his websites. He's got blueshog.com and Gateway Drum Smokers.com. Our third time returning, our first ever third time guest, Tim Shear. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing, Tim? I'm doing all right. Are you a little tired after the weekend in, in Memphis? I'm a, I'm a lot tired. Memphis <laughs> is uh, hard on the body. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, T-Bone, it was his first time to a barbecue contest, and he just came back, and his first reaction was like, man, they really like to drink in those things. <laughs> it seems like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Tim, I understand you walked away with a trophy. Tell us about it. We won a big old trophy, man. We won first place in the pork shoulder category. So, um, it was, I mean, it's incredible, really. We've, we've cooked ribs down there one time, but this was our first time cooking in the pork shoulder category. And to be quite honest with you, it was the por- first time we've ever cooked a whole pork shoulder. So, um, so it was kind of crazy. Yeah, that, that, that is crazy that you guys just kind of showed up at memphis and decided to cook pork shoulder and that was the first time that 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 was the one thing that i wanted to ask you that is that it you know what what made you pick pork shoulder over ribs because you've always done ribs in the past yeah i mean you know ribs obviously is you know i would call it a little bit easier not not wise but just prep and you know experience and you know we're, we're more more experienced with the rib category for sure in general but i mean we're you know, we're experiencing pork for sure. I mean, KCBS, we always just cook the pork for the shoulder. We don't cook the whole entire shoulder, which is what the rural requirements are in Memphis. So, you know, in our mind, we just treated it like pork, like we always do. And it, and, um, I mean, between Brad, you know, with getting base that he cooked with us and, um, between Brad and myself, I, you know, we're no strangers around the pork category. So, um, we just went in there and just literally stuck to our guns and did what we normally do. And, um, it definitely was a, a kind of a rocky road cook, obviously with, <laughs> with timeline, so to speak. I mean, we, uh, we redid our, our game plan probably 25 times, you know, over the course, um, you know, first we're going to start at 11 and then we end up starting at 1am and then we were doing this and, you know, it was just, it was a cook on the fly, which is kind of the way we like to cook anyway. So. Now, um, now, Tim, you know, since, since this was your first time doing this down in Memphis in May, did you have like a Martha Stewart cookbook set outside and you're reading it as you're going along to so you know what you're doing? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I mean, you know, the, the barbecue community obviously is very good to us. And, and we had some friends come over and, and hey, say, do this or do that or, you know, just make recommendations. Some of them we listened to, some of them we didn't. And, and, um, you know, like I said, we just, we just did what we always do and that's cook the best pork possible. And, and, um, you know, Memphis is very unique, um, type of a competition compared to what we normally do. Normally it's all blind boxes. You turn it in and nobody knows whose it is. Well, in Memphis, say you have a blind box, which, you know, we stuck to our guns. We did our typical KCBS style turn ins with our money muscle and our, you know, our pulled and our chunks and 
just loaded that box up full of the best pork we had on the table, you know, because in Memphis, you have to win your your blind box. You have to get perfect tens in order to even have a chance in the on-site. So, um, you know, we felt good about how things turned out on the blind box. And, um, you know, then, then you got to hurry up and, you know, clean yourself up and get ready for your first on-site uh, judging. So we had, you know, three separate on-site judges and, um, we felt like they went pretty well considering, you know, we've never presented, you know, whole shoulder before at Memphis. We've done ribs, but you know, it's a little bit different ball game, but at the same time, you know, we felt pretty confident about talking about a pork shoulder, but, um, you know, so we, we get the news, you know, the Memphis they come around and they say, Oh, you made finals or this and that. So, or you made top 10, you know, they come around and give you that news ahead of time. So when he came around and said, we made finals, it was like, Oh, hell yeah. You know, we were just, <laughs> We were pumped and ready to roll. We had, you know, we had our best meat sitting on the counter yet, you know, in the in the holding box. So, you know, we felt really good about it. Um, at that point, we had been through the on-site process three times already. So for the finals, they actually bring four judges at one time to your site. So, I mean, we went ahead and kicked it up a notch on the, on the finals, on the presentation. We were a little bit looser. We were, you know, Brad and I were joking back and forth more and just having fun and, and felt like we could relate to the judges better. and. And we felt like it just went really, really smoothly. And we're speaking with Tim Shear, part of BluesHog.com, who was just down in Memphis in May here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Uh, Tim, we've been talking about the pork shoulder and the big trophy you won. You mentioned a guy named Brad who we've had on the show. Tell everybody about Brad. <laughs> yeah, tell us all well, about, tell Brad. Us about if Brad. It, if it was up to Brad, you would need a longer show. <laughs> anyway, now Brad, um, you know, he's a friend of mine, barbecue friend that, that um, you know, has several restaurants in the Springfield, Missouri, Branson area, and and uh, he and I have, you know, been been running around together on the KCBS circuit, cooking hot and fast on the Gateway Drum Smokers for the last several years, and and we've. You know, I will say we've, we've probably been the most dominant pork cooking teams in the, you know, on the circuit for the last couple of years. And, and, you know, we just wanted to team up and uh, try something new and kind of get out of our comfort zone and, you know, go down to Memphis. You know, I've won pork at the uh, American Royal. He's won pork at the Jack Daniels. We wanted to go down to Memphis and, and win the big one down there. So. Combine um, your you know, pork Memphis. efforts? Is that what you're doing? You're combining your yeah, pork? Yeah, exactly. In case of guys, you could cook the contest with one guy. I mean, Memphis, you need 10 people. You know what I mean? So um, it's a different animal. you got to have a lot of people. You know, there's so much more to do and, and uh, time frame. And, you know, we cooked 14 pork holders, you know, for this one competition. And that's, you know, it takes a whole team effort. And, and we had some other uh, help as well. We had 913 barbecue down there. We had Chase and Mary from Smoke This. I mean, uh, Donald Cook, who cares, came over, and, you know, Spurge and Greco came out and helped us out a little bit as well. So, um, yeah, we had we had a full crew and a, and a great team. Everybody um, did their thing, and, and that's what made it possible. Really. Barbecue Radio Network with Dave Caius and Andy Groneman will be right back. Hey, Bar and Grill fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby! That sounds like you guys had a, a nice, big crew of people and, and a, that probably... Yeah, were, fun crew. 
Man, that, that sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, I didn't yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that Spurge and Greco were going over there too. That's, yeah, he, he showed up crazy. last minute. And, yeah, they showed up last minute, and you know, we started trimming our shoulders, and here come these two clowns around the corner. So they jumped right in and, and helped <laughs> us, and and uh, and it was great, man. I mean, it was just a total team effort, and um, you know, Brett and I are competitors typically, but you know, we share secrets and we do classes together and, you know, we know exactly how each other cooks. And, and so it was just, you know, we don't need to communicate much when we're doing things. It's just bam, 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 you know, let's, let's knock it out. Let's make a change. Let's so whatever, you, you know, Tim, did you have an extra U-Haul truck with just beer and liquor in it to help out? Uh, we, we had, we had a Tito sponsorship. Thank God. <laughs> so, um, we made it through on that. And, um, you know, we partnered up with the uh, National Turkey Federation, did some turkey promos down while we were down there. Um, you know, the barbecue league had the league lounge where people could come around and hang out with us and stuff and, and um, eat and talk barbecue. So, was, I mean, it's just a ton of fun. And the biggest thing about Memphis this year was just, you know, the vibe about everybody being down there, you know, being back in a, in a competition setting and you know, getting out of the house. Yeah, and getting out. First time, it. first time. Well, Tim. Yeah, it really was the first big one. So. Well, Tim, stick around. We want to have you back. We're talking with Tim Shear. You can check out his websites, which are blueshog.com and gatewaydrumsmokers.com. And we're going to be back next segment with Tim Shear right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes? Their age? The way they speak? Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Caius, along with our producer, T-Bone, and, of course, my co-host and our barbecue resident expert, Dan Hathaway. We're talking with Tim Shear, 36 grand championships, 45 reserve championship, and just a big-time winner down in Memphis in May. And you can check him out. Uh, some of his great products, blueshog.com, which has got sauces, rubs, charcoal, and wood chunks, um, all kinds of great stuff. So we were talking uh, during the commercial break about, first of all, down there in Memphis in May, what, what did you win in, Tim? Uh, whole pork shoulder. Whole pork <laughs> shoulder. So. Yep. For the backyard barbecuer, um, that's a pretty big task. Can you give some some hints for the backyard person to, to help them if they're going to ta- tackle that for the first time? Well, I mean, typically you won't see a whole shoulder even in the grocery store. Like, we had to special order them even to get them around here. So, you know, it's what you normally see in the store is going to be what they call the, you know, the shoulder butt or the uh, 
you know, uh, Boston butt is what a lot of people call it. Dan, so, is that what you were that, talking about earlier? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what we were yeah, talking so about. It would be like the shoulder blade itself, you know, and then, you know, with the whole shoulder, it's actually, you know, the other half, um, you know, is towards the front leg of the hog. So, you know, it's basically it's twice the size is the biggest difference. Okay. So, um, skin on, um, you know, it's just a, a probably a 20 to 25 pound piece of meat that we started with. So, um, it, you know, it's a beast. We cooked it on our gateway drum smokers. Uh, we brought, we brought about seven or eight cans. By the time we started cooking, we had, I think seven left after people stole a few, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, um, friends borrowed them actually, which is fine. So, you, you know, we, uh, we started them and we were rotating them in and out, um, you know, just to get the flavor and the color and the texture and, and everything the smoke that we were looking for, you know, that's kind of our trademark flavor that we wanted to make sure we had on these, on these whole shoulders. But, you know, so to answer your question, I mean, we had to start, you know, a little bit earlier. So a normal pork butt, we cook in three to four hours, uh, cooking hot and fast. And, you know, these took us about six or seven hours, you know, to get them where we wanted them. Hey, so Tim, when I think of Memphis in May, I think of guys going out there with these huge rigs, you know, big yep. giant smokers, the big old hickories, the big backwoods, everything else that you see when you think of big time yeah. Memphis competitors. How did the gate, how, what did people think about the gateways when you guys rolled up and just started unloading all these trash can cookers? Yeah, I mean, Dan, it's funny. I mean, I thought the same thing. They thought when we started cooking ribs in two hours and brisket in four or five hours and you know what I mean? And to us, it's kind of, I mean, I have no more confidence, you know, in any other cooker than this one that, you know, so it's what we knew is what we wanted to do. And, um, you know, people couldn't believe it, but I'm telling you, you know, it's how we cook. It's how we know how to cook. I mean, it was one of those things where we were going to figure it out or, or get last trying. So it's the same reason that, you know, on a Sunday afternoon, I've got all these cookers in my garage and I have want to cook a couple slabs of ribs and I'm like, Oh, well I've got two hours to kill. I'll just throw it on the gateway. It'll get done, in, yeah. you know, a couple hours yeah. and call it good. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And you know, so we, like I said earlier, we just developed a on the fly timeline that we thought would work. And, um, gave herself uh, what we thought was a little bit extra time. We ended up kind of goosing them there at the end, which, you know, we thought we were farther behind than we really were apparently because we went back to check them in about an hour after that, uh, temp adjustment and, and, and they were done. So, um, you know, we, we, uh, learned a lot on the way and, um, made a lot of adjustments on the fly, like I said earlier. And, um, you know, one of the things we, we ended up flipping the, the butt over the shoulder over because, you know, just presentation wise, it wasn't looking very good on the bottom side. Once we got it done, it was, you know, it was looking like a done piece of barbecue. It was, it was blown apart. Trust and, me, when I pre- present yeah. my butt, nobody seems to like it either. So I understand yeah. the problem well, with that. Well, flip it over next time. Not gonna <laughs> like <it any> better. <laughs> so Tim, with it, with it being whole shoulder, is there, what kind of prep did you guys end up doing on that? Did you, were you able to take the skin off or are there certain rules yeah. in MIM that make, you know, you have to keep it intact? Yeah. So you, I mean, you've got to keep the shoulder itself intact, but you know, you're able to trim it like you could, you know, like you would, but we honestly didn't want to trim it too much because, you know, like, you know, with a butt, we trim it down pretty small and, you know, separate and do all this Mm -hmm. stuff that, you know, makes it even quicker to cook. But, you know, with this, with this shoulder, one of the things that the judges like to see, you know, you've got to be able to pull that, that blade bone out. You've got to be able to pull the bones out clean. And, um, and in order to get it, you know, the middle part, tender enough to to do that you know we didn't want the edges you know the money muscle edge and stuff like that to get overdone so 
we really tried to back off on our trim a little bit on the edges and, and maybe take a little more out of the middle. And then we did remove most of the skin. We left some of it on just for color and looks and, um, you know, something that we could talk about. But, um, but man, we were able to pull the bone out and lay it right on the table, clean as can be. And, you know, some of the stuff I was nervous as all get out going into it because, you know, like I said, we've never done it before. But, um, you know, after the first one, you know, and things looked right and, the, and I could tell the pork was right. Um, you know, we started to get more and more confident after every judge and that really helped because we knew we had, you know, we, we kept a couple of really good ones back in the, you know, in the warming box, um, for finals just in case we made it. So once we had finals, I knew we had good, you know, good products. So you could tell our confidence was up, you know, presentation wise and stuff. Uh, you know, that, that's such that. a good point. I don't care what you're doing in life, Tim, if you got confidence, that's, that's yeah. 90% of it. And, and once again, we're, we're speaking with Tim share. He's part of the shake and bake barbecue team. And you can check out some of his products at blueshog.com and gateway Speaking of blueshog.com, you guys have got these wonderful sauces, these wonderful rubs. Um, how do you, how do you apply those when you're using them in, in competition? All right. Well, we use all of our Blue Sock products. I mean, 100%. We use our pork marinade. So we mix it up with water and injected it the day before. Um, you know, after we trimmed it, we injected everything really well, uh, trying to get that flavor and, and pork, you know, enhance the natural pork flavors and, you know, make sure we had a moist product after cooking. And um, we gave it a sweet and savory dry rub um, over the top. And, and then we finished it with uh, original and, and Tennessee red we had on the side and uh, man, I tell you what, the first judge, especially he sat down and, you know, things were going well. And then we, we, uh, applied a little Tennessee red to his last bite and you could just see his eyes light up and that was, <laughs> we were like, Oh, okay, we'll, we'll do that again. So, um, yeah, it was just, like I said, we were just learning as we went, but it was, um, it was really fun. And, and, you know, that's part of the spiel at Memphis. You've got to, you know, you got to tell them your process. They want to know, not just, you know, how it tastes, obviously, but they want to know how you got there and they want to make sure you know what you're doing and, and that you're not a, you know, not a phony just out here trying to wing it. And, you know, with the Blue Sock products, I mean, we, our story is, is real. I mean, it's what we actually do. And, um, we really have no need to bluff or make anything up or, or, you know, that's what makes it easy. We don't have to tell, tell a lie. You know, it's, we literally use all of our products and, um, you know, so that makes the story even easier. And, um, and, you know, with Bill Arnold being from Jackson, Tennessee, you know, 40 minutes up the road from Memphis, I mean, there's always that connection, um, that you try to have with the judges. So, uh, that certainly helps a lot as well. So are you going to be getting the band back together for 2022, uh, Memphis in May? <laughs> Man, I think we ought to, I mean, it's, you, might as well, you know, right? while, while you're doing it, it's, it's, you question every bit of it, you know, it's like, <laughs> why are we doing this? It's just so much work. It's, you know, it's hot, it's this, it's that, it's, you know, a lot of setup time and travel and expense and everything else. But, you know, when you're up on that stage and getting the trophy and, you know, seeing all your friends do it as well and just, you know, the camaraderie. I don't know. I mean, it's it to me. It probably makes it worthwhile. Yeah. Well, I, I think for next year, you should uh, we should figure out how to hang a whole hog in a gateway drum. I'm telling you, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm on it right I'm, now. Man. I'm building six foot drum smoker right now. <laughs> <laughs> how awesome would that be? Yeah, <laughs> blow exactly. everybody's mind. Hey, hey, I'm Tim, we're 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 just about out of time. Very quickly, I'm going to ask you a quick question here. You mentioned hot and fast. Very quickly, how hot and how fast to help the backyard barbecuer? 300 degrees man if, if you google everything we do we talk about straight up 300 all day long and that's you know that's the magic number for the 
for the sizzle that's the magic number for the burn and turn um you know that's that's a sweet spot for us you All know right. it's well, it's we're unfortunately run out of time with you again. Our third time guest, Tim Shear, has <laughs> been with us. Uh, I noticed the thing about Tim's tips. We did get time, but he talks about start with the best, balance flavors, and learn your cooker, and uh, just all kinds of great stuff. And again, check out his products, blueshog.com, and also gatewaydrumsmokers.com. Tim Shear has been part of the show. We're going to be talking about Memorial Day weekend up next on Barbecue Radio Nation. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Quick shout-out goes to one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pit Smokers. Check them out, oldhickorypits.com. Old Hickory Pit, they've got wood-burning barbecue pits, and they're both commercial for you big guys. And for us little backyard barbecuers, they've also got residential smokers, and you definitely want to check them out and get one here in 2021. That's oldhickorypits.com. And our radio shout what? Hello? I'm sorry, I just had to interrupt because that was like one thing in Memphis. Old Hickory Pits was all over the place all down the there. Place. I mean, there were teams all over. Isn't that interesting? That were using them, yeah, and flying their banner. And I kept seeing it, thinking it was it was actually them, the company. <laughs> but no, it was another team. Team Home was running around going, "Hey, you're one of our." He's, oh no, wait. I hey. know. I know these guys. I know these guys. I know these guys. Hey, look at my shirt. Look at my hat. Barbecue Radio Nation. I know yeah. these guys. Remember me. <laughs> Actually, you know, with with all the things on T-shirt, uh, T-Bone's shirt, they thought he was a NASCAR driver. Right. Is what he was running around. <laughs> it's like, oh no, you just do barbecue. Yeah, yeah, I don't drive a car, but. <laughs> Well, I drove one to get here. Uh, we also want to do a shout out to our radio station of the week, 1460 AM, Big Dog Radio, the voice of South Carolina Low Country. Big shout out to our buddy, Banana Jack. In fact, we had his sauce on one month. It's the sauce of the month, and it was delicious vinegar base, which is yeah, I, something he's, he's that I'm loving. He sent us a bottle. He did. It was good. And I, I went through the whole bottle. It was delicious. Loved it on ribs, especially. And they're broadcasting out of Allendale, South Carolina. Check out their website, BigDogRadio.com. That's a great name. BigDogRadio.com. Thank you for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation and our Kansas City Barbecue Store Product Spotlight of the Week. Well, you want to check this out. In honor of our guest today, Tim Shear, I have selected Blue 
Blues Hog Applewood Chunks for only $10.99. We didn't talk about that today, but Dan, those wood chunks look fantastic. So the, the thing that, that Tim has done, he's taken the wood chunk and made it a usable size for his gateway drum smokers. So when you're using a drum, you don't use big giant chunks of right. wood because you know t- things will tend to get a little bit over smoke. So these are little one-by-one barkless chunks that's just packed full of flavor you drop them in your horizon, you put them in your, you know, your small gravity fed, you put them in your Weber at home, and it's going to give you the best possible wood smoke flavor you can get. And he's got a couple different flavors. This one I picked out happened to be the apple wood chunks. That, yeah, that just sounds good. You know, we sell a lot of apple, but, you know, the number one seller in that line is the is the pecan chunks. Pecan's been, okay. uh, uh, you know, it's taken off as the preferred wood for competition guys, as well as backyard guys. But, you know, for me, I'm still a, I'm still a hickory note guy. The pecan. I like that. Pecan, yeah. It's super popular in Oklahoma. For some reason, that reminds me of almond milk that I drink now and then, and I don't know how they squeeze the milk out of those things, but that's just a whole other story. But anyway, check out the... <laughs> everybody's just looking at me like he's nuts. Blues Hog. I'm apple, just surprised that you drink almond milk. I know. I know. That's, so, good. So, that's a good lifestyle choice, Dave. My, cardi- of you, my cardiolo- cardiologist <laughs> pats me on the back every time he sees me do it. Uh, check out Blues Hog Applewood Chunks, only $10.99, and you can get it at... At the Kansas City BBQ store.com. So coming up next weekend, well, first of all, as we've talked about, May is officially the National Barbecue, barbecue National Month, barbecue month yeah. even though, come on, it's year round, especially. But, but it is for me. I it mean, is for everybody. Yeah. But next weekend is Memorial Day weekend, kind of the unofficial start to summer. Can't wait. Um, and for some people, believe it or not, firing up their grill or smoker for the first time. I don't know no. why they would. Yeah. No way. Some people. Well, don't forget, people do have jobs right. and they're busy. Um, and before we talk about a couple ideas, because you're getting ready to do another contest. Yep. I just wanted to throw out there, I haven't had a T-bone steak in a long time, so I'm thinking Memorial Day weekend, I'm going to treat myself to a T-bone steak. Yeah, treat yourself, Dave. And thanks to you and this show and our wonderful guests, I I'm, I make a pretty good T-bone steak. That's good. Right, T-bone? I believe so. Uh, thank you, T-bone. But again, you, you say a, this, but you never bring it in for us. That's because all I would bring in is the bone. Right? But give me give me a little hint, maybe I, something I haven't thought of when it comes to a T-bone steak to help me next weekend when I'm grilling one. Well, let me tell you something, Dave. Yes, Dan. <laughs> I know this wonderful little place called the Kansas City Barbecue Store. We have we have actually got. I've I've been on a mission lately to find some of the best steak rubs because you know you can get all kinds of different barbecue rubs and and fish and chicken and, and everything else, but there is a a group of people and they they compete in steak contests and it's called the SCA, okay, Steak Cookers Association, and. Not unlike barbecue, there are a lot of guys who think that they have the best seasoning that you can possibly get. So I've been actively going out and finding these guys and bringing their seasonings in the store. So we've got tons of world championship steak seasonings available at the store. So you can come by and see me. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I will be there. And, uh, and, and I'll get you set up. We have some great products. We've got this, uh, this steak seasoning in there. It's out of, a couple guys out of Texas called Poncho and Lefties. Oh, man. That's all you need for a steak. Well, I got the last time I was at the store, and and the gentleman helped me. That, that since you weren't there, uh, the guy that was actually at the store, the guy was actually at the store. But I yeah. went in, and 
my taste buds and for health reasons I prefer low sodium mm-hmm. and he gave me a, a steak rub I can't and I, I should have taken a photo of it because mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it I, I love it I know it exactly what it is it's, got it's some, a low sodium it's low sodium it's yeah. got some garlic it's called OBQ Steak Maker yes yeah and it's it's a, it's a product out of Texas and it's it's, it's really good honest to God Dave it, it, that's probably my favorite all time rub I've ever it, had and, and, and again for me my taste buds if, if it's too much salt I just mm-hmm. go eh, I don't care yeah. for it this is perfect it's a great balance because you get the garlic you get black mm-hmm. pepper you yes. get a little bit of salt but yep. then where they make up the savoriness they they use worcestershire worcestershire powder in it okay and they use a little bit of dried beef base so on top of that you're just building flavor on top of flavor and then you get another layer of beef flavor on top of your steaks and then that just takes it to a whole nother level well it, it it's delicious and and last time i had a steak i i used it and i can't wait to use it again on a t-bone use this it on coming a, weekend use it on burgers i use i use that stuff on whole chickens okay so good and i'm going to use that next weekend for memorial day weekend speaking of which so pretty soon you're going to go compete up in nebraska oh man i can't wait we're i'm going to go venture into to valley nebraska which is a suburb of uh of Omaha. Okay. We've got a big listener group up in Omaha. They, they love us in Omaha. They love us in Omaha. So if you're out and out and about in Valley, swing by and see me. But uh, yeah, I can't wait. Um, it's a contest that we've done the last couple of years. And my do- my oldest daughter, who's 13 now, Grace, she said, Dad, can we go back up and cook, cook in Nebraska? Because <laughs> last time we went up there it was 2019. It was just her and I, and we had an absolute blast. So, nice. So I said, yeah, of course, you know, you're out of school. Let's go, let's go hit the road and, and see if we can win some ribbons and, and, and have a good time. So I'm super excited because I've been working real hard lately at the house, uh, you know, practicing a little bit of ribs, a little bit of chicken and, uh, you know, starting to feel, starting to feel like I'm getting things dialed in after being a year, being a year yeah. off of barbecue. Well, it's been you know? a weird year for everybody. It has been a weird year. I, I, you know, we had to, we had COVID. I, I got drug into doing a barbecue show on the radio and, <laughs> and now, now you know i haven't been cooking a whole lot except for at the house and and you know i've i've you know just covid's been kind of weird for us you know and, t-bone we're gonna quit sending him the limo <laughs> to bring him over for the show if he's gonna keep that attitude going oh it's not it's not bad at it i'm just saying i know who, who would have thunk you know that I, uh, I feel like we need to apologize to him no I, <laughs> i'm the one that should be apologizing so but okay. no so i've been working on this rib recipe and, and incorporating some of uh, w- some of our past you know past guest Joe Pierce. Yes, he's got a great he's rib got rec- slaps he's slaps got barbecue. Slaps barbecue. He's got a great rib recipe that he was nice enough to share with me. And okay, so next weekend Memorial Day weekend, yeah. uh, we're running out of time. Let's talk about ribs real quick. What what's a great recipe you're talking about here for somebody the backyard barbecue next weekend ribs? What should they do? They should get online, buy a bottle of slaps barbecue rub, a bottle of OBQ steak maker. And a bottle of Blues Hog Original Barbecue Sauce. Nice. And that's all you need. That is really all you need. You need to give yourself about four and a half hours from start to finish. And um, yeah. So we're talking low and slow for the ribs. Well, I That's what I'm doing at home. That's if, the if way I, I like ribs. Man, and, and the cooker that I'm going to be using up in, in Valley, it's it likes a low and slow rib. So now, again, I'll ask the same question I asked mm-hmm. Tim. Low, how low? Well, for in my case, it's a little bit different environment, so I'm going to be cooking at about 250 on my on my big horizon. Okay, and then yeah. slow. How about how long will it take? Oh, it's gonna it's gonna take me about three and a half hours from start to finish. And that's a slab at a time, I'm guessing. Yes, yes. And now now when you put it into the cooker, how many slabs are going in there? Uh, we're gonna do three slabs. <laughs> yeah. T Bone, we bring you leftovers. T Bone, we just need to. Oh yeah, like there's gonna be any leftovers. I was gonna say T Bone, <laughs> we just need to follow him up by 29 and head towards Nebraska and just follow him around. 
and, and we, we can sniff that we out. We can sniff that out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks so much, Dan. And of course, we want to thank our great guest, third time on the show, Tim Shear, 36 Grand Championships, just one big down at Memphis in May. And you can check out his products that Dan was just referring to at blueshog.com. Or you can check them out at the Kansas City BBQ store.com, along with our barbecue sauce of the month, which is Tim and Todd's excellent barbecue sauce. It's only $5.99. Again, you can get that at the Kansas City BBQ store.com. Next weekend, we're going to talk about it's it's Memorial Day weekend, and all of a sudden you didn't properly make plans. So what should you do? We're going to bail you out next weekend. For T-Bone and Dan Hathaway and myself, Dave Caius, thanks so much for tuning in to Barbecue Radio Nation, and happy barbecuing! You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667.